Hendrickson. This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. I want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You know, give you another example of some of the things that that fan the flames of hate and lead to violence. The Washington Post has been forced to correct an article and a tweet because they described Jacob Blake as unarmed. Jacob Blake was not unarmed. Jacob Blake had a knife. You know, quoted an article the other day, and I had I had to stop. I was like, they're they're way off on this. Uh, he was just trying to break up a fight between two women. He was unarmed. No, he wasn't. He had a knife. He drew the knife. He was running from cops. He went to get in a car. There was a real fear about uh, child safety in that situation. But you go around and you spread this lie. And what you do is you fuel hate. Why do you think I am so tough on the mayor of South Bend over this situation with Logan. Every time the city has produced all evidence that it can in the case. Sorry, guy was on dope, breaking into cars, was armed with a knife. A knife that he stole from one of the cars he broke into. And you can dispute it all you want, but it was identified by one of the owners. There isn't any evidence that the officer acted inappropriately. None. All of the evidence is that Logan was the bad guy. All of it. And when you come out and you stoke the fires of that garbage, you end up leading to more people resisting arrest, which leads to more people having force used against them. And the more force is used against people, the more we run into these situations, the more afraid people get of the police, the less they're willing to help police do their job, the more likely they are to resist police. And if they know that they're going to resist police and force is going to be met, they're more likely to use more force, which causes the the police to escalate their use of force, which causes people to die. And there are politicians in this country that are doing that. Now, you just heard the little, little sound clip. Oh, we need to impeach the president. President Trump did not do anything that was illegal. Again, nothing. Not a single solitary thing that was illegal. And he never called for violence, not one single time. But I played you a montage at the beginning of the show of members of Congress calling for violence. Did anybody impeach them? No. Did the news media go out there and demand that they be removed from office? No. The news media defended this lady in Michigan who called for open violence against Trump supporters. They defended her. There was a massive campaign to smear the Michigan Republicans in the legislature who removed her from her committee assignments because it was racist to do so. I read you an article that was on MSN.com. It was an article that they syndicated through Politico they removed half of her quote in that article. They removed the part where she called for violence. She called for soldiers to make Trump supporters pay. They took that out. So if your news that day happened to be coming from MSN, 
You thought Republicans removed her from committee assignments because she simply said that she doesn't like Trump supporters running around and, and making the proclamations that they're making. Not the fact that she called for violence against them. Why isn't that a major news story? It only got attention after committee assignments were removed. And Washington Post forced a correct article, tweet, and tweet, describing Jacob Blake as unarmed. He was not unarmed. Now, what do you think the average activist out there that doesn't pay much attention to the news is thinking? Jacob Blake, another, uh, another person uh, victimized by law enforcement. No, he wasn't. Now, again, I said this yesterday. Uh, I have said it a little bit today. This woman who was killed by Capitol Police, I am not going to go through a, a full assessment here of the conduct of police. I will point out hypocritical statements for people like Joe Biden that suddenly aren't applying here. Now, I want to I want to remind you that the left in the United States of America, the entire left, I, I know of almost nobody in establishment Democratic politics or the activists out there. Not a single one of them says it's justifiable for police to use lethal force against somebody who's unarmed, even if that person is caving in their face. Right. Hands up. Don't shoot. Which never happened. Michael Brown, super innocent, sweet guy, he's just a big giant teddy bear trying to murder a police officer not once but twice after strong-arm robbing a convenience store. You still can't shoot him. That's not fair. He wasn't armed with a gun. That's the whole leftist narrative in this country about law enforcement, that they use guns when they shouldn't. As if somehow this scenario exists that a police officer who approaches somebody, even if that person is armed with a knife, according to uh, Joe Biden, they still shouldn't draw their gun. They're supposed to touch gloves and fight it out mano a mano with a referee who's going to materialize out of, out of nowhere. What big John McCarthy is just going to poof, magically appear, and referee the fight between the cop and the bad guy? Is that what's going to happen? Of course not. What's going to happen is what you used to see in reality police shows that now have been kicked off of the air because they don't want people to see police officers get knocked out cold and bad guys take their gun and execute them which happens, by the way, more every single year than police officers shoot unarmed black people. Doesn't get any news coverage, does it? Nope, of course not. Can't divide with that. So I'm not going to go through a full assessment here. What I can tell you is this woman is dead. She was shot in the neck. They fired through the door. She was unarmed. The people she was with were unarmed. And I'm not saying that that makes the police the bad guy. They were barricaded in a room protecting people at the Capitol. They were warned to get away from the door. They didn't. A shot was fired. She gets hit in the neck. She dies. Her name is Ashley Babbitt. She was 35 years old. She was from Huntington, Maryland. And she was a 14-year Air Force veteran. Now, it is really interesting to watch a bunch of leftists who we have spent the past several years telling you that law enforcement should never fire a shot at an unarmed assailant, even if, to quote Joe Biden, they're coming at you with a knife or something. You should never, ever use lethal force against those people. I'm watching them celebrate this woman's death. Wait a minute. I thought law enforcement wasn't supposed to shoot unarmed people. She was unarmed. 
So again, I'm not offering an assessment of the D.C. police. I'm not offering an assessment of her behavior. I'm simply offering an assessment of the hypocritical statements that are coming from people that have been telling you and have been fundraising off of the idea of police use deadly force against unarmed suspects all the time. And it's always bad unless, of course, the victim happened to be white. Then, well, it's, you know, whatever. So where's the outrage for an unarmed white woman who was shot in the neck by law enforcement? Where's that? The same people who tell you that law enforcement shouldn't be doing this when it involves somebody who is a person of color, they're actually condoning and supporting what the D.C. police officer did. You don't believe me? Go on social media and look. If you haven't been banned, like the president has. Go on social media and look right now. Look at all of the people who have been fundraising and getting elected off of the idea that law enforcement should never be able to draw their gun on somebody who is unarmed. Look at them go ahead and excuse this 35-year-old Air Force veteran, Ashley Babbitt, getting shot in the neck by D.C. police yesterday. Go ahead, look. You'll find hundreds of examples of it. This is the problem. Nobody is willing to be intellectually honest and consistent anymore. As I said at the beginning of the show yesterday, everybody has a laminated hip, hip, uh, hypocrite card and we're all pulling it out. Everybody. It's okay when my tribe does it. It's not okay when their tribe does it because my tribe is inherently good and their tribe is inherently evil. And where did you get that idea from? Oh, from the media. Well, from the, not media, but from the peddlers of information in your tribe. I, man, I've said this for many, 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 many years. You would be shocked at how similar Russians and Americans are. Shocked. Absolutely stunned how similar Americans and Russians are. Honestly, ladies and gentlemen, there are two other countries on Earth personality-wise and culturally similar to the United States, that would be Russians and people in rural Australia. The closest you have personality and culturally around the world. But we're enemies, right? Well, the Russians, not the Australians. We're enemies. It's, it's staggering. Talk to any of the Americans who have trained with Russians or been on joint ops with them. Talk to them. Staggering how similar we are. So she's 35 years old. She's dead. Three other people died as well. Uh, Benjamin Phillips, Kevin Greeson, Roseanne Boylan. Uh, Benjamin Phillips is 50. Kevin Greeson was 55. And Roseanne Boylan was 34. Uh, they're saying that all of the other three died from natural causes. According to Capitol Police. The officer who killed Ashley Babbitt, and again, I am not criticizing that officer. I want to make that crystal clear. You watch the videos from yesterday. Security at the Capitol was scared out of their minds. And any of you would be too. Cue the keyboard hero. I would have just shot her in the leg. Okay. I'm also not justifying it. 
they were warned to get away from the door. They didn't get away from the door, but she's unarmed. And they were barricaded, and they hadn't breached the door. And if they hadn't breached the door, was it the wise decision to fire a shot? Probably not. The family is obviously moving for an investigation into her killing. The officer has been placed on leave, uh, which is standard procedure, by the way. But keep an eye on this this story here. Again, she is uh, she's a 14-year Air Force veteran. You know, she's she's exactly what you would expect the news media to defend. Except her skin color, let's be honest, is the wrong color. If she were not a white Trump supporter, this would be the most egregious thing that has ever happened in the history of the country, and it would be covered ad nauseum on every single news outlet out there. Even if she were a white woman at a Black Lives Matter protest, this would be covered. Oh, quick aside, because I know that some of the, the local liberal activists really hate me. And they always tell people, go listen to NPR. I, friendly reminder, uh, last I checked, 95.3 MNC has not had any of their staff arrested for firebombing police officers like NPR has. Last time I checked, none of us have done that. <laughs> News you can trust. Unless they're burning police officers alive in their patrol vehicle, I mean. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Got to tell you about allnaturalcbd.org. This is a high-quality product. It is made, developed, manufactured, tested right here in the United States of America. No ordering a CBD product from a foreign country and smearing lead all over your body or anything like that. Uh, this is a high quality product, again, domestically made and manufactured local company here in Michiana. And this is a, this is a real lotion. So you can use it as a moisturizer for your skin and also get pain soothing benefits as well. So whether you're dealing with fibromyalgia, arthritis, minor aches and pains, maybe a nagging injury. That's usually what I have to deal with in my neck, sometimes my shoulder. This lotion provides immediate relief. You rub it on the, the troubled spot, that full spectrum CBD gets absorbed into the skin and provides almost instantaneous relief. Most of the time, my pain is relieved within about three minutes. Go to allnaturalcbd.org, use promo code KC10, if you want to pick them up locally, you can. You can go to any local eCigWorks location in Michiana. My coupon code applies at every one of those locations. Uh, if you run into any issues with that, just ask to speak to the manager. Sometimes they have new staff that comes on and doesn't know about the discount. Uh, but yes, you can get it at any local eCigWorks with my promo code if you choose to pick it up in person. They also have over 80 flavors of CBD e-liquid for you to vape and the tincture drops as well as dog treats and bath bombs again all natural cbd.org promo code kc10 okay let's uh take a look at some of the other stuff that we have here uh this is not going to get a lot of attention and I, I again i need to preface this by saying there were trump supporters who breached the capitol period uh, there are people out there who are trying to divert that away and say that this was all a bird-dogging effort. Uh, it wasn't. 
And even if it was instigated by some Antifa activist or something of that nature, even if it was, it doesn't excuse the behavior of everybody who followed. It really doesn't. But I do want to provide some context with a lot of the videos that you're not going to get on the nightly news and you're not going to get on local news websites or anything of that nature, except, of course, for mine. And that is there were an awful lot of people who were at that protest yesterday at the Capitol who were trying to prevent the Capitol's windows from being broken, who were trying to protect law enforcement officers from the mob, who were trying to do what they could to stop all of this from escalating. And it was commonplace. There's a video of people trying to break the windows and the entire crowd booing and pulling them down so they didn't break those windows. I already mentioned that during one of the breaches of the police barriers, a, a police officer was knocked over. And immediately, Trump supporters who were breaching, by the way, who were breaching that barrier, came to their aid and helped them to their feet and provided cover and protected them while people were rushing past. So there is an awful lot of that that happened too. And let's not forget the news media and the activists and the politicians out there when they're talking about Antifa protests and riots or BLM protests and riots, they love to highlight how that's mostly what you saw. The violence was very little of what actually happened. And now it doesn't excuse the violence that we did see. And yes, there was violence. It doesn't excuse it. But there were an awful lot of people there who were angry at the politicians inside the Capitol and did not want to take it out on law enforcement. That's very real. And I was covering this yesterday. One of the, one of the interesting things that I saw, and I, I said it in a way uh, that I think I could get away with saying it, but one of the interesting things that I saw is that when the Capitol was breached after the Capitol Police and Secret Service and everybody were, were uh, you know, told to stand down, there wasn't any violence after that. There wasn't any destruction of property after that. There wasn't any looting or pillaging or vandalizing after that. There were a couple of people who stole, like, some plaques and things of that nature as, like, so-called souvenirs or what have you. Um, but there wasn't, there wasn't a mass destruction of the Capitol building. And I want to take you back again, spend some time looking at the rioting that happened during Trump's inauguration all over the country. People were out there burning things down, breaking windows tipping cars, lighting vehicles on fire during his inauguration four years ago. So, friendly reminder, while what we saw yesterday was certainly unfortunate, when it comes to large riots that we have seen over the past year, it was the shortest lived, least damaging, and least violent, and it's the most condemned. All because of politics. We'll move on from this. We'll cover some other things we got to get to coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. 
Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right, let's uh, take a look at Vernon Jones. Vernon Jones is the Democrat in Georgia who was a uh, Trump supporter. And he's, he's entertaining as heck to follow. He and I had, had a, a couple of um, uh, conversations on social media, but he's, uh, he's a trip. He's the, he's the guy that was crowd surfing. And when he was crowd surfing at a Trump rally, now he's a Democrat, but he was crowd surfing at a Trump rally. And Twitter was censoring any story linking to him crowd surfing at that rally. So they weren't allowing the links to go through. They were basically uh, banning all of the links that were going through uh, with Vernon Jones crowd surfing. They didn't have a reason for it. Vernon Jones had a picture of him crowd surfing on his own on his own uh, Twitter profile, and they didn't censor that. They only censored conservative media outlets who were doing stories on it. Well, Vernon Jones, he is switching parties. He's going to the Republican Party, and... On what is likely the darkest day for the Republican Party since Barack Obama won his second term in office, the Democratic state representative in Georgia announced Wednesday that he is switching parties to join the GOP. He delivered a message uh, Republicans need to hear. He says, quote, Now more than ever, the Republican Party is in desperate need of leaders that know how to fight. And I know how to fight. And this goes back to, this goes back to, well, let's, Again, you know, part of the reason that Trump got got elected was that Republicans were doing the nice guy to go along and get along thing. Republicans weren't fighting. You know, they they allowed Democrats to to smear uh, politics of personal destruction, uh, falsely accuse of racism and all sorts of other things. So uh, we're going to throw grandma from a cliff, all of that stuff. They, they allowed the Democrats to do that. And Republicans were like, ah, <laughs> That's just politics. It's not a big deal. And then Republicans went and golfed with uh, the same people that were saying these horrible things about them. You know, as I've, I've said before, to me, I think one of the the biggest examples of I've been telling people for so long that this is how D.C. works and nobody believes me. Of course, very few in the audience who hold over from year to year are active consistently in news and politics. There's always a lot of new people that come through in an election cycle and they don't have the experience. I'm not saying this to, to denigrate anybody, but they don't have the experience or the, 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 know, the know-how, the knowledge of, of how this whole system works. And they are convinced that in Washington, D.C., Republicans and Democrats are mortal enemies. They're convinced of it. It's just not the case. They oftentimes work with each other against you and me. Again, perfect example of that is the secret slush fund to shut up victims of sexual harassment and assault by members of Congress. And that is something that has been funded by your taxpayer dollars uh, with Republican leadership, with Democrat leadership, and all of those people in Washington, D.C. that have been there longer than many of you have been alive. They knew about all of that. And any time a representative was accused of harassment or assault, they paid them hush money, and then they made sure that the voters in that person's constituency never heard about that story. It was this, um, you scratch our backs, we'll scratch yours thing. If you protect our sexual predators, we'll protect your sexual predators. That was happening in Washington, D.C. until the Me Too thing kind of exposed it. But, you know, that was happening for a long time. 
Republicans and Democrats, all complicit in it. Every single one of them. And you look at um, the relationship with Boehner and Obama. Again, I took a lot of flack. Boehner was Obama's golf buddy. I kept saying it year after year after year after year. Nobody believed me. Nobody believed me. And finally, Boehner admitted it. Had to use back doors, sneak in, golf with Obama when the media wasn't present. They were golf buddies. They golfed on a regular basis, several times a week, they said. And again, on the cameras, <laughs> they're mortal enemies. Boehner would trash Obama, Obama would trash Boehner, and then Boehner would inherently advance Obama's agenda and if infuriated Republicans. Why won't he fight? Why won't he fight? Why won't he fight? Because they're buddies. That's why. And then you look at the relationship between Michelle Obama and George W. Bush, which, by the way, goes right in, right in with former President Obama. They actually called him a racist. The things that they said about George W. Bush are some of the most vile and horrible things that you can say about another human being. And he's friends with them? If that doesn't tell you it's a, oh, that's just politics, I don't know what is. Then you've got George H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton. They're besties, man. Besties. The things that were said by Bill Clinton about George H.W. Bush during their political careers, it should have been irreparable as far as a friendship is concerned. And then I kind of go back to early in my career, way early in my career. There's a guy that comes into the building, um, working for CBS radio at the time in Las Vegas. Guy comes into the building, goes into my studio to record his show. And um, had a conversation with him before and after. And, uh, had a conversation with him the next day in the hallway and everything else. And came to the realization that everything this person says is an act. None of it's real. He doesn't buy into any of it. He's just doing it to make money and to gain fame doesn't buy into any of it folks it's all an act do you know who that person was al sharpton the reverend al sharpton back before he lost all the weight al sharpton did his show out of my studio for several days he was around me for several days both on and off the air he doesn't believe a damn thing he says at all. Not a speck of it. It is all an act, every single bit. And you've heard me tell you that there are so-called conservative radio hosts who are actually liberal Democrats. You've heard me say it. It's true. Some identify as libertarians, but they're, again, really liberal Democrats. It's where all their campaign donations go. It's where all of their... Uh, their personal meet and greet parties are during during election season. That's where it all is. They're just in it for the money. And there's a lot of people in the media, radio in particular, a lot of people in the media who are just purely in the business to make friends with everybody because they like hanging out with uh, people of of societal note. They just they want to be buddy buddy with everybody, and and therefore they don't do their job to their audience because they just want to be nice to everybody because they want to be liked and invited to the cocktail parties. 
They want to feel important. There's a lot of that in this business too. Tons of it. If you think that Al Sharpton believes a single thing that he says, you are so out of the loop, it's ridiculous. Doesn't believe any of it. Completely different human being when the microphone or the camera isn't on his face. Completely different human being. All of his handlers, the same thing. It's an act to cause divide, to make people angry, and to get them money. It's all it is. Every single speck of it. And unfortunately, this is the game. And I, I remember I had a conversation with, uh, at the time, my, my former boss. And I'm like, uh, this is kind of interesting. He's not at all uh, like he is on, on television or on his radio show. And having a long conversation about how, oh yeah, this is just this is just how it happens and, and everything else. And uh, you start doing interviews and stuff like that, right? You start doing interviews on television, on Fox News, things of that nature. And some of the people that uh, you're doing interviews with, uh, huge political rivals, you have a huge dust up on on uh, on the show and everything else. And oh yeah, hey, you're gonna come over tonight? You wanna go to dinner and and do all that afterwards? I'm like, like what in the world is going on? So much of what you see is not real. It's an act. It's fake. When I tell you it is the political class versus the people, that's what I am talking about. Are there individuals on either side that are ideologues and and definitely believe in, in their side? Sure, of course. I'm just talking about the overall apparatus. The overall apparatus is, it's like Rocky III. Remember Rocky III when he fought Hulk Hogan, the charity fight, right? Hey, uh, you know, you can do this, and uh, this is what Rocky was trying to tell Hulk Hogan before before the fight. You can do this, and I'll dance around a little bit, hit you like that, and, you know, we'll just we'll kind of put on a good show for the kids. That's kind of what politics is. You're the kids. Yeah, we'll just do this. We'll make it seem good. We'll get some money. We'll get some donations and, you know, try and get some votes, things like that, and... Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go back and forth on, on who wins and who loses and, and that sort of thing. I don't know anybody else in this business or a side adjacent business <laughs> who has ever given you that perspective. And it's weird because I'm around all of it. I, I know that all of these other people, many of whom are very, very famous, they're all around it too. I always wondered why it is they weren't willing to tell their audience all of this insider information. I always wondered why that was. The truth is they're all just as guilty as the political class because they're a part of the political class. They want to go to the cocktail parties. And I know that some of you don't want to believe that. I've been telling you this for at least a decade. Some of you do not want to believe that what I am telling you right now is how things are actually conducted around you. You want to believe that there is the good fight, that it is actually happening. But in Washington, D.C., and in large part in your state capitals, there is no good fight. It doesn't exist. It's purely them against you. What narrative will they weave in order to get you to separate from your dollars and donate to them or to get you to go to the polls and vote for their party? Why do you think you're always disappointed with your political party? 
Why do you think you're always disappointed with your elected officials? Why is that? Republican and Democrat alike. Why do you think that is? You liberal Democrats out there, you vote for people, right? And then what happens? You get irritated because they don't do what they said they were going to do. You Republicans and conservatives, same thing. Same thing. You said you were going to do this. You said you were going to act this way. Well, they didn't. (laughs) I'll never vote for you again. Yes, you will. And you do. I've always found it interesting that nobody else will tell you that. As far as I know, I'm the only person in the media who will tell you this. I don't know why. It's an absolute and total verifiable fact. Got more coming up. 95.3 MNC. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the playoffs are here. And if you're like me, you probably can't wait to bet on the action, uh, mostly because I like betting against various players and teams. But that's just my strategy. You might be betting on your favorite teams, or you might just be taking the odds. But if you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook before, the playoffs are the perfect time for you to give it a go. Right now, new users get an exclusive 25 to 1 odds boost on any team to win during this round of the playoffs this weekend. 25 to 1 odds. Any team really doesn't matter, okay? Uh, I am personally going to be taking the Chicago Bears over the Saints. I know that they're heavy underdogs, but they always play the Saints really good. It's always a close game, so there's a good chance I'll be able to get an extra boost there. Definitely go download FanDuel Sports. Use the promo code when you sign up, Casey. India, again, 21 and over, present in Indiana, new users only, must wager on designated boost market, also a deposit is required, max bonus is $125, see full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com, and if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-9-WITH-IT and get some help. FanDuel Sportsbook, download the app for free, promo code Casey. And as many people are probably saying, that's right, the one person that was on your side was Trump. <laughs>